Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Well, thank you again, and welcome into the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Good to be with you, as always. RealGolfRadio.com is the website. Find us on social media, at Real Golf on X, Real Golf Radio on the other channels, and download us where your favorite podcasts are found. Flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, Salt Lake City, Utah. Satellite Radio, iHeart Radio as well and all the digital platforms. Coming up later this hour, we are going to welcome in Dave Neville, Callaway Golf. He's going to give us the latest on the new Paradigm Smoke drivers. AI Smoke. The AI. Yes, thank you. I asked him the question, Bob. Mm-hmm. How are you going to beat the best driver I've ever played in the Paradigm from last year? And what did he say? He told me. It took about 15 minutes, but he told me. Perfect. Yeah, you're going to hear about it coming Let's up. Let's go. <laughs> Also, America's favorite caddy will be stopping by. Yeah. I have a feeling <laughs> that we're going to have a story or two coming off of this uh, Keegan Bradley yeah. mystery pro behind him in the tree yeah. story. <laughs> Just sort what of the, happened. What's his, what's his saying in between the ropes? Temporary insanity. The zone of temporary insanity. Yes. I'm not sure that yeah. falls into temporary insanity. I mean, sometimes you got to go and it's. You got to go. You got to go. Okay. Here's something that I don't know if I've ever shared on the air. Okay. I was caddying for your dad one Sunday uh-huh. round before the masters. Yeah. And we got finished with 10 and I was like, I got to go. I'm like, is there a, and I was, I was with some other like uh, club caddies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where, where's the closest Porta John? He's like, Porta. You got a, you got all the greenery and shrubbery and that you could ever want in the world. You just go wherever. And I'm like, it's Augusta. You can't just go wherever. That's sacrilege. <laughs> oh, funny. I like that. So did I go? Maybe yeah. I did. Yeah. Maybe. Speaking of Augusta, that's going to be our uh, 25th topic. Ooh. Anniversary topic. All right. 25 so. years of golf. As we are kicking off here on Real Golf Radio. So we're going to take a few minutes every show to look back on some of the things that we've either seen, done, or covered in those 25 years. So, yeah. All right. We'll do some. We've got lots of master stuff to talk about. I'm anxious to see which one you want to bring up. Uh, Again, uh, Troy Merritt joined us in hour one. That's available wherever your favorite uh, downloads are. And uh, Caddy and Dave Neville with Callaway Golf still here to come on the back nine. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort. The Black Desert Championship on the PGA Tour FedEx Cup Fall is coming in October to Black Desert Resort, which also opens this summer. Great opportunity to get in on exclusive real estate opportunities now. Go to blackdesertresort.com. You'll be able to sign up, get more information, and learn about how you can take advantage of that. And uh, by the way, if you haven't had a chance to play the new Tom Weiskopf Championship Design Golf Course there, it is unbelievable. It'll be closed the last two weeks of January and then kicking back up 
in uh, the first of February. So it's a great time to get down to St. George and uh, play some golf on this terrific layout. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait. Haven't been there for a few weeks, so I'm excited to get back down there and, and check it out again come February. Uh, appreciate uh, Troy Merritt for joining us in hour number one. Dave Neville, Callaway Golf, will join us coming up in just a few minutes. And then America's favorite caddy. I believe he's out at Torrey Pines getting the book ready for the upcoming nice. Farmers Insurance Open. And as we mentioned, that's just the we've got two years left of the Farmers uh, yep. before a new sponsor will take the place there yep. at Torrey Pines. I hope that event continues there. I mean, Torrey's a, it's a oh, legacy it'll venue. It'll continue there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's just going to have a new sponsorship or a present presented by and you know what we begin the west coast swing next week which we've talked about many times on the show to me is the best swing in all of golf yeah and you know we go to uh the american express in palm springs and i can remember as a boy um jumping in the car and driving over the mountain into palm springs to watch my dad play and you know, I've seen him play with presidents and I've seen him play with congressmen and senators and I've seen him play with Evil Knievel and <laughs> all kinds of guys. That's the one uh, you cared about. Event. So it was really, it was really, really cool. But then what was really cool is going up to Carmel and being able to uh, see him play at Pebble Beach and those golf courses around there and staying at a, staying at a motel called the Svensgard Lodge in Carmel. And, uh, I can remember I was playing baseball. It was when I was, you know, a young teen and stuff like that, playing baseball and the guys on the Oakland athletics, Sal Bando and, and Raleigh fingers and a whole bunch of those guys were all staying at the same place. And I was just walking around there with my eyes just wide open. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's a great memory. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. So yeah, West coast swings. Uh, I love it. You know, San Diego, Los Angeles, Monterey, Palm yep. Springs, Phoenix, you know, it's, uh, it's good stuff. It's yep. Cool. yep. Yep. All right. A uh, couple of things that, uh, we wanted to get to, uh, Tiger Woods and Nike split up that that's pretty interesting. It's going to be the first time, what, 27 years, I think that mm -hmm. they had a relationship where we won't see Tiger yep. with that swoosh. So yeah. Interesting. I, I've got some insights on that. Um, basically a guy that, that I talked to that had some, knowledge uh prior knowledge anyway of the agreement suggested that maybe tiger wants more than what nike feels like he's worth being able to only play a limited schedule and right. so um yeah that that's kind of an interesting thing now not, it looks like nike's not necessarily going away from golf or at least they're not cutting their entire staff but uh i, I also have read that nike has lost money in golf every year so might not be necessarily something that that they continue going forward. We'll see. I hope they do. Yeah. They, you know, they pushed hard into golf, especially when Tiger Woods came on the scene with clothing and everything. And then they jumped into clubs and everything. Um, and, but then they backed off of that. So they're still in soft goods with clothing like they normally are. And, um, and, you know, sh shoes, but, but it, you know, they don't have the hard goods anymore and it looks like they're shrinking down a little bit more with um, their personnel and who they're going to sponsor as far as players on tour. The biggest thing in my mind is their movement with Jordan brand into golf. That seems to have more traction than it, than even right. Tiger had, you know, in the day, which is interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting case study for sure. A um, couple of news and notes, uh, the, the DP world tour and what was formerly the European tour is, Gonna have a new look here. We're losing a couple of big names, huh, Bob? 
yeah, we're um, losing um, Mr. Pelly, Keith Pelly, who is the CEO currently of DP World Tour and um, or the commissioner. And he's going to be taking a position as CEO with another group in um, Canada, which is where he's from. And then also the RNA is Martin Slumber has resigned as of the end of 2024 and we'll have a new um, CEO of the RNA as well. Mm. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Jack also told Golf Channel that uh, his record of 18 majors is likely out of reach for Tiger, citing Tiger's health issues. What What's your thought on that? Or is that just like, yeah, tell us something we don't already know? <laughs> I think it's a little bit more of that. Tell us something we don't already know. He's got another three to go and it doesn't look like he's going to make it at 40 years, 48 years of age. But Jack also said that Tiger's going to kill it on the PGA Tour champions and he'll pick up some more majors as far as the seniors are concerned. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. I, I see that. I, I think we'd all love to see Tiger win another major, let alone another PGA Tour event or two. So, um, over the next couple of years, so we'll see what happens. Tiger said he's going to play once a month, and when you start thinking about once a month, you start thinking about um, Riviera coming up. Then you start thinking about the players and you start thinking about the U S open and the PGA championship and the masters and the open championship. And that's your six. And that yeah. takes you through July. So, Hey, speaking of the masters, uh, we need to take a minute before we uh, end this segment and look mm-hmm. back at 25 years of golf. You said you wanted to bring up a master's memory. So uh, go ahead, Bob. We got quite a yeah, few. Well, of them. I, I think it was the first time you, Brian Taylor went in 2000 to the masters. And what's really cool about going to the masters for the first time is to see what people visualize and what they think and their eyes and that kind of thing. <laughs> we, I remember we, he, you were only there for two days. We went down Manoa lane with my dad. It was raining. We weren't going to get on the golf course because dad said they were going to shut it down. And, um, we sat out front and talked with guys like Jim Furyk and and some of the other guys and Nick then Price. Uh, I yeah Nick Price and I tore you away from that because you were going nuts. I tore you away <laughs> from that and we went up into the locker room and everybody, I mean everybody, was in the locker room waiting. And by the way, you're saying locker room. You mean the champions locker room? Champions locker room. Yes, yes. Arnold was in there and and my dad and Freddie and Phil and. You name it, everybody Sam was Sneed. in there. And, yep, Sam Sneed. Um, it was it was really cool, and for you to have that experience the first time you ever went with all those Masters champions, that's got to be on the top of the list. Yeah, it was kind of downhill from there, right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's not a typical first time experience at the Masters. I never, you know, that nope. night I got there, just lying in that. Uh, you and I were sharing a room. And, uh, just, I kept you up all night asking all kinds of questions. I was so anxious. It was like the, you, you think about a, a toddler on Christmas morning. It was definitely that for me. I couldn't sleep. I was so excited to go see Augusta with my yep. own eyes, but yeah, that's the one thing in the masters. And I appreciate you taking me that year. That was awesome. It, it exceeds expectations, which is tough in this life, but as, as high of the expectations as there are every year, when you go to the masters, it exceeds that. So yeah, that's a great memory. 25 years of golf. And this will be, uh, I guess 20 counting the two COVID years we didn't make it this will be 22 years that we'll have uh, consecutively that we've been out to Augusta so yeah pretty pretty cool stuff all right well coming up next thanks for sharing that Bob coming up next uh, we will hear from Dave Neville Callaway Golf on the latest with the new product releases and then America's favorite caddy to follow you're listening to Real Golf Radio
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. When do you get it? Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, and good to welcome in our good friend. He's the Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway Golf. Dave Neville joining us right near Nevs, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, BT. Thanks for having me on. Good to visit with you. And, hey, it's a new year, which means new product and you know, uh, I was um, I was intrigued with the teaser stuff for sure. Starting to see the smoke out there, and then boy, apparently it's not just smoke because you know there's already success out there on tour. Uh, guys are playing this. The, the, I tell tell us what you did, and I I preface this. You and I talked before the show came on. You built me the best dang driver I've ever played in my life with Paradigm last year, and I know this is your lot to bear in life that you produce the best products and then you have to improve on them. So I'm really anxious to hear about this new one. Yeah. So, I mean, Paradigm obviously was a huge success for us, right? It was the number one market share driver. It was the number one selling driver around the world. It had the most tour wins, had the most unplayed tour uh, usage. So just, and it got you your club championship amongst (laughs) other things. Um, So, I mean, it was just a hugely successful uh, driver. So in terms of how do you improve on that? So, we could have just done the improvements to the carbon chassis and we did that improvements to the adjustable perimeter weight. We did that improvements to the mass properties did that, but it's really one thing that kind of takes this new driver to the next level. And that's the new, all new AI smart face. Um, and when we look at the name smoke, you know, why did we call it smoke? Well, we didn't want it to be paradigm too. We wanted it to be something new and something different. Um, and if you kind of look at the, the bottom of this with the forged carbon, um, the kind of smoke look to it, but really the AI smart, Face, the most advanced driver face we've ever created is really what separates the the AI smoke from where we were with Paradigm. All right. So tell us what, I mean, obviously AI is a huge thing. And from what I remember, yeah. you guys were the first to incorporate it into golf clubs. And I know what it's done with irons and you're even, I, I know it's into the putter lineup now. And I know it's used to make pretty much everything. Golf balls on down. What are we seeing now with this smart face? The, the graphics would suggest that it's making it a little bit more forgiving. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we're saying sweeter from every spot, but really there's three pieces to the new AI smart face. The first thing is incorporating real player data. So I think a lot of people don't know this, but driver design has been really done by, by robots at static impact locations with kind of like perfect deliveries. But we all know that that's not how uh, golfers hit the ball, right? I mean, some people are into out, some people are down on the cross, they're hitting it all over the face with different face orientations and all that. So we've now incorporated that. So we've put over 250,000 swings into the AI, into the modeling, giving us millions of different data points. So it's not just impact locations, Locations. It's all of the deliveries. And from that, we've created a swing code for different types of, of players. So that's really kind of the first piece. And the second piece is around the face optimizations. Because people always say, what is the AI actually doing? You know, is it just a buzzword? Is it just BS? You know, and we're, we're telling you, this is really the way that it works. Typically, you'd have five to seven face iterations. You test them, pick the best one and go. Now we're doing 50,000 plus face iterations for one driver to, to find the one that works the best. And so that's really when somebody says, what does the AI do? That, that's what it does. And then the third piece, and this is kind of mind blowing. Um, and this may blow your mind, Brian, but this idea around micro deflection. So you've probably heard about bulge and roll and, and how that affects the start line. This is something completely different. It's really changing the launch and the spin on off center hits. 
kind of like mini trampolines that would go in the opposite direction of gear effect. So typically out on the toe, you're going to hit these big draws that fall out of the sky. Well, if we can counteract that out on the toe, you're going to have straighter and longer drives on the heel. When you hit those cutters, we're going to counteract that. So it doesn't cut as much. It's going to be straighter and longer. And that's really the magic that's going into this all new AI smart face. All right. Consider my mind blown there because yeah, I mean, yeah. bulge and roll, uh, what, what your know, gear effect, all of those kind of things have always been in there. And it seemed to come down to MOI. That's, that's, that's what yep. I learned back. Back in the day, right? 20 years ago. Uh, this is a whole new level. First of all, yeah. um, the 250,000 swings, that really wouldn't be possible with just humans, right? That's where the AI comes Correct. in and it gives you the enablement to, to take on uh, larger factors. And then the deflection. So is the face... Is it the way that the face is presented? Is it the way it is built? Because bulge and roll is an actual thing, right? That's an actual you know, yeah. uh, a uh, uh, shape, if you will, is that what's happening? Is there, is there various micro we, shapes in there? Yeah. So we still have bulge and roll, right. And we've been doing that for years and others in the industry have talked about it, but this is something different. If you look at the back of the face and you can see this out on CallawayGolf.com, when you see all the ripples and bumps and we've put in different constraints to the supercomputer. So the face that we're doing for like the draw model for the max D is going to have different bumps and an architecture that's different than the triple diamond for the guy who's swinging faster and hitting it more centered and has a different type of, of delivery. And that's that idea around the swing code. We're putting that into the supercomputer. If we tried to do that, just kind of with normal computers, you're talking about 30, 40 years it would take to do the 50,000 iterations. We're doing this now in a matter of weeks, right? So that's really where the advancements in AI. And I know everybody says it's a buzzword, but we're using it to produce a physical product a physical face, and that is the all-new AI smart face. I love that. Dave Neville, Callaway Golf, joining us. I mean, AI, in a lot of ways, to me, feels... Just generally speaking, not even just golf, right? It feels like this, yeah, this sort of buzz thing, right? But I think it's an efficiency thing where if you can use it as a tool to make what you're already doing a little more efficient and save some time, enabling you to make a better outcome, that's where I think AI has its place in my world, right? And again, I'm, I'm not the young guys that are the, the also super smart NASA engineers as well. But uh, this, this is really interesting. Okay, so you did mention a couple of things. You mentioned the max, you've got max, you've got draw bias, you got triple diamond. So so talk about the, the, the variances between the, the different options there, our offerings, I should yes. say. Yes. So we have four models this year, uh, which is uh, up one from three. But what I really like about these models is they're very, very differentiated. Our core model is going to be the max model. This will be the most adjustable, has the most uh, forgiveness to it. You've got the adjustable perimeter weight, low spin, just absolute bomber. Uh, that can work for all handicaps. We, we had six in play, uh, on tour this week at the Sony open, just of that model. Um, and then we've got the, the draw model. So a max D this is going to have even more draw than where the paradigm X was about nine to 10 yards, more draw than paradigm X. So really for that player who's fighting the slice or wants to hit more draw. So we got the max draw model. We've got the triple diamond. So that's going to be your kind of low spin, uh, bomber type of option. Typically for the better players, uh, you have a front back waiting there to adjust the spin. And then the newest model would be the mass max fast. So this is a really lightweight model. It's about 35 grams lighter than the max. It's about 270 total, 40 gram, um, shaft, 25 gram grip fixed hosel. So super lightweight, easy to launch really for that player who's swinging it 
maybe 70, 80 miles an hour with their drivers. So not swinging it very fast with their driver. They need more, more launch there. The max, the, uh, the max fast is going to be great for them. So we always encourage people to go out and, and get fit and find out the right ones for them. Dave, you last year when you came out with Triple Diamond, it's the first time in any of the drivers you've played that I've actually put in play a Triple Diamond. One of the challenges yeah. that I always had with it is that, yeah, it brought the spin down, and I'm a high-spin guy, so that was helpful, but it was just too hard to hit. It just wasn't forgiving enough. I wasn't good enough. Tour players are the ones that can hit that kind of thing. I was shocked at how forgiving the Triple Diamond was last year. How does that one, for selfishly, as you know, I always like to work my way into this thing, how does the Triple Diamond smoke, um, you know, compare from a a forgiveness standpoint and distance compared to last year's. Yeah. And so this is what's been really uh, uh, amazing in our testing. We've done player testing, robot testing, tour testing, uh, all of it, but the triple diamond model has been very, very tight in terms of dispersion. We're seeing 20, 30% tighter in our player testing for dispersion versus the paradigm and the paradigm triple diamond. We had absolutely incredible results with, obviously that was the one that had the most wins uh, around the world on tour and players talked about how stable that was, but this is kind of next level in terms of spin consistency across the face. So it's actually going to open up the triple diamond to more players, you know, not just tour players, not just really low handicaps like yourself, but even to mid single digit handicaps, this could be really good for, because like you said, it is a low spin bomber. You have a 14 gram and a two gram weight. So you can put that weight in the back, get it to more of a mid spin, or you can put it in the front and make it a really, really low spin. If, if players um, desire that, but the forgiveness of the triple diamond is, is really, really next level. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how, it does in the fitting. I can tell you that it's again used it all last year. It's the best I've drove the ball. A friend of mine that I work with, he just is just marveled at my. He's like, why don't you hit driver on every hole? And uh, it's just, I'm like, well, I'm not as good as you might think that it looks, but because a lot of that is the driver. But um, never, let's let's transition that to three wood because the fairway woods also really good with paradigm. And I notice you've got the fast in there as well, which would be a new offering with a fixed hosel. Yeah, so we, we have the four models there as well, and it lines up with the drivers, which should make it pretty easy, but the max is the core model. You're going to have that going all the way up to an 11 wood. If you need more draw, we have that max D. If you want something that's really lightweight, we have the max fast, so that'll go all the way up to a, to a nine wood there. So you're going to be fixed hosel, super lightweight, easy to launch. And then on the triple diamond, we added a, a new model there. So we've got a seven wood in triple diamond because it's interesting on tour. We're seeing this migration towards more five woods and seven woods with better players. So we added the seven wood in the, in the triple diamond model. Mm, I love that. Hey, real quick, people are trying to decide adjustable versus fixed hosel. What, I mean, is there a, is there an easy answer or, to that? Well, you know, the reason why we went to the fixed hosel on the max fast is to save as much weight as possible. So like on the driver, that's going to save you eight or nine grams. People say, oh, that's not a lot. Well, for our designers, it is, right? So that allows you to have an overall lighter weight and also change the kind of the mass properties of the head. Obviously, adjustability is is great. We have that in the other driver models. That helps you if you want to change out the shafts, fittings, all that. And then in the fairway woods, our three woods are all going to be uh, adjustable except for the 
max fast, and that helps with on the fitting side and being able to change out the uh, the shaft. So it's always a balance. You know, people say, oh, you know, you did it to save cost. It's not a cost thing. It's a, a weight savings uh, thing, and it's it's a mass properties thing. Um, and there's always a little bit of that trade-off between adjustability and the mass properties. All right. It's also offered in hybrids as well. For the sake of time, I want to jump to irons real quick, and I know we could probably spend another 10 minutes or a whole other interview talking about irons, but the Paradigm AI Smoke Irons, uh, give me the lowdown real quick on those offerings. Yeah, so uh, really exciting, the irons, completely new design, new shape for us, which I, I'm excited about. It still has the smart face, and that's going to go across the whole family, including the fairways, hybrids, and um, irons. But the smart face is used differently because there's different types of golfers for irons. you got the player who has a, a, a lot of speed, but they, they need help with dispersion uh, on, the, on the iron. So our bomber spec would be the, the standard model, the AI smoke, really. So if you're hitting your 7 iron, maybe 140, 150 yards or more, that's probably going to be a good fit for you. We use the AI smart face to tighten dispersion, but then we have a higher launch. So we have an HL model really for that player that needs more launch and more spin. And we're seeing that a lot in the fittings. You know, everybody's talking about loft jacking and all that for certain players, the lofts get too strong. They can't get the ball in the air. It doesn't carry as long. So we have that HL model to have more loft. It's going to have more spin. The AI smart face is designed differently there. And then we've got a max fast. So that's going to be ultra lightweight. I mean, we have 40 grams uh, shafts in the irons for the max wow. fast. So going to be really easy to launch even more loft, right? So going to be easy to get it, it up in the air. But I mean, one of the things, the shaping on these uh, really modern shaping, I mean, we, we've had, even if you go to rogue ST and then before that, going all the way back to the X 14, kind of this Callaway look to the iron, right? And, and that was sort of getting off trend, you know, uh, in terms of being kind of short and very rounded. So it's a little bit longer blade length, a little thinner top line, but still a lot of forgiveness uh, in it. I think people are going to absolutely love the shape of these and look at them and say, these look different than any Callaway iron I've ever seen. All right, check it out, CallawayGolf.com, the Paradigm AI Smoke Irons. we got the HL, the Max Fast, and uh, – what a, I guess, uh, in the women's model, as well. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. We got women's offerings. Uh, we've got that across the board. So we have an all new Mitsubishi LDO shaft, uh, which is designed to be lightweight, easy to launch. So we'll have that. We'll have women's grips in the, in the wind dry tack there. Uh, also. So a ton of different offerings across the whole line. I love it. It's exciting stuff, man. I, I mean, look, you know, we're talking about 25 years of real golf radio. And one of the things that, that I'll, I'll say that I think is one of the biggest technologies is that, uh, that little sleeve that enables you to do that adjustable weight, right? So the fitting process, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And even with all the advances in AI, that is still there. And, and in my opinion, Callaway's is the best because you can maintain the grip in the same spot, even though you're adjusting yeah. your head instead of having it always, you know, the graphics and everything all turned, turned around and sideways. So, uh, it's a big deal, right? I mean, that was a big improvement that was a, a major technology that continues to benefit golf today. And now the AI is kind of taking that to the next level. So exciting stuff, man. Congratulations on the launch. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. And I always appreciate you guys' support. Yeah, you bet. We'll talk to you again real soon. That's Dave Neville, Senior Director, Brand Management, Callaway Golf. That's the latest on the all-new release from Callaway with the smoke, the driver's fairway with hybrids, down into the irons. And as of today, they are available. You can get custom fit. You can order online. CallawayGolf.com, available right now. Check it out. CallawayGolf.com. More of the show coming up next. 
back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, and you know what time it is. America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the Caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. And my understanding is he's currently out on Torrey Pines South in preparation for the upcoming Farmers Insurance Open. Caddy, how are you? Well, I don't know. I mean, how nice is it out here? It's a perfect day. There's very little breeze. It's sunny. It's crisp and cool, but it's just wonderful out. I got shorts on. And of course, I'm always wearing. Shorts, I was going to say, but uh, yeah, that doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm out on uh, the sixth hole at Torrey Pines Golf and Yacht Club. <laughs> Maybe we should call it the Torrey Pines Golf and Glider Club. The hang gliders were out earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right in that neighborhood of hang gliders, right? Yeah, it is, and that's a sport you probably will not see the caddy ever attempt. Mm. <laughs> Actually, they were parasailing more yeah. accurately, I'd say. Yeah. You don't see many hang gliders anymore. How's yeah. the course looking, Caddy? It is beautiful. It's in such good shape. I'm looking at it, and they're they're doing a little work on it right now behind me. And uh, But, I mean, it's just, it's just so, it's pure. What where, can you say? Where do you rank Torrey Pine South amongst the tour courses? I rank it as a Mr. T course. Ah, pain. Yeah, it's it's it extracts pain. It's long. It's a big boys golf course. It's all you want. I mean, and then you figure we've got this big brutal golf course, and who played off in a U.S. Open here one time? A guy who could who had a broken knee against an old guy. Yeah, so go pick to it. So, I mean, so much for that. The rough is just, I'm looking at the rough going, even if I was a spry youngster, I'm not hitting it out of here very well. I mean, holy cow, this stuff. It always is, though. It's always thick at the farmers. You know, when when you're, when the name of your tournament is the farmers, mm. the grass, right? See what he did there, Bob? Yeah, they're going to cut and bail it when it's the tournament's over. Mm-hmm. You know the best it's way to counter. You know the best way to counteract that rough, Caddy. Don't, Don't get, get in it. In there. No, pick your ball up to identify it, and do it quickly before the rules official comes over, so you can then place it into a yeah. better spot. It's worked before. Uh, hang on. Okay, there we go. Um, it's something that I believe that's a Tory Pine specific incident you're talking about. It is. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. You know. Back on back out on like number ten. Yeah. Up by the green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm on number seven, which is actually the hole that that two thousand and eight US Open playoff ended on. Yeah, that's true. The final hole. I think Rocco hit it in the rough on the maybe hit it in the right rough. I can't remember exactly. But I believe he made a a bogey. And uh that was all she wrote. Yep. What's your favorite hole out there? Uh, 
Well, I was on the back of the 14th green and I was taking a video of number six on the north. That could be a sign. <laughs> the north is more enjoyable to play than the south for the every oh, the north is the north is all you want now if you haven't played it for a while. I haven't. Yeah. It, it, it is no bargain. It is not easy. It used to be the, the 68 course, you know. But listen to the jingle, jingle, jingle. Ready? There you go. That's, That's the how magic. you know I'm working. The magic's happening. That's Top Con in action, folks, right there. Mm. Not, not to reveal any secrets. But. Okay, Brian, yeah. you got you to gotta play this oh, audio for you. Kevin. You want to hear the, the, the Kevin Kisner story? Did you, did, Caddy, have you already listened to Kevin Kisner on the Smiley Kaufman podcast? Oh, I think I might have heard this already, but it's a good one. It's a real good one. All right. I've Fired got, up. I've got just a quick one-minute quote. This is, again, Kevin Kisner with Smiley Kaufman on his podcast telling a little story about playing with Phil Mickelson in the President's Cup. Take a listen. Oh, yeah. On Wednesday, Strick's like, hey, kids, uh, we're switching up the pods today, and you're going to go with Phil, and I can't remember. It was like Cooch and DJ, Phil, Cooch, and DJ. Mm. That's who it was because we played a big money match on that day, and we are just getting slaughtered out there. We get done. We lose. I'm like, Strick, full Strick aside. I'm like, what the hell's going on, man? Like, why am I playing with Phil? I literally in my pregame was like, I can't play with Phil. I hit all the fairways. Phil never hits one. I don't know how to play with that guy. And he's like, well, Phil has an astronomer that graded all the two teams and you got the highest grade. And so he's basically just told us that he wasn't playing with anyone but you. So I was like, okay, that's the weirdest I've ever heard in my life. <clears throat> so I go talk to Phil. I'm like, so what's up with this astronomer? Because oh, not only that, kids, every time I hit a shot, I need you to face me with your belly because all your energy comes from your belly and I can pull your energy before every shot. Whatever, the next day. And sure enough, he doesn't forget one, man. Every time he goes to hit, he's like, kiss, kiss, here, stand right here. I'm like, Jesus, this is the weirdest <laughs> I've ever done in my life. And we missed one fairway in that match, an alternate shot on Thursday, and I missed it. He hit every fairway that it was his tee balls. I missed one fairway, and we drummed J-Day and Mark Leishman on Wednesday. All right, there you go. That was, uh, again, Kevin Kisner on Smiley Kaufman's podcast. So apparently... Uh, Phil Mickelson used an astronomer to pick his partner and then required him to face him with his belly in order to harness his energy. And it worked. Well, you know, we did. uh, I think he's channeling Nancy Reagan, right? (laughs) I mean, she was she was into the astronomy thing. and, And gosh, the USA was doing pretty well back then. And I'm thinking. Maybe Phil's got got some. Phil, um, he's an interesting cat. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> he really. When they did the little dance, right? The little dance. Um, the three amigos. The three amigos dance. That was uh, that was somewhat disturbing. Um, but, but now we know why they did it because Kiz had to face him with the belly. They were sharing energy. That's what they were doing. Correct. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, Phil's a California guy. You know? Caddy, in between the ropes, zone of temporary insanity? Well, apparently that extends outside the ropes for some individuals mentioned in the story who will not go named. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, I think this goes beyond the ropes, sir. 
Yeah, we have an extension of that. Yeah. Rush hour here on the seventh day. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yes. It's all it's all good. I was it's hoping that good, would I was hoping that would provoke a story or two from you um after hearing that. But I don't know, maybe that just is a story to end all stories. Maybe that maybe you can't even come up with one after listening to that. Oh, I've got one that'll I've got one that may stop that. All right. And this is one, you know, as I get older, I, I'm starting to kind of lift the lid off a little bit. I'm, I'm not, you don't care so much anymore. You know the saying, right? I mean, it's, when you're young, you worry about what everybody's thinking about you. When you get a little older, you don't care what they think about you. When you get fully mature, you realize they were never thinking about you in the first place. They were worried about themselves. So anyhow, Sage. that's the life lesson for this on this show. But let's continue. And so the story has to do Gosh, should I name a name here? Um, do it. I'm going to name, but I can do the story. My player walks into the fitness trailer, what I used to call the fitness trailer, which is where the PTs morning or whatever. And um, this uh, player who, let's just say he's east from you, then he takes his shirt off, and he's got Band-Aids, two Band-Aids on you know, where are you going to put two band-aids if you take your shirt off, right? You've got two band-aids. <laughs> and my player looks at him and goes, I, I got to, I got to hear, I need an explanation. And the guy says, well, he goes, I shaved my chest and my shirt was really irritating me. So I put these on and that's what I have to do. And so that was way, I mean, I don't know. Does that go beyond the belly story? I think it might. I don't know. The belly story is pretty strong, but that one's strong so, too. Yeah, so, so maybe the zone of temporary insanity extends to inside the fitness trailer as well. You know, I, I've yeah. seen people do that in basketball where you get sweaty and other things where that could become irritating, but in golf, really? Wow, in <laughs> golf, I've never heard of that. So actually, this is, a, this is an even better one. A, one of the best players of all time, I'm talking multiple majors, many multiple He's in the trailer. Kirk Triplett, we're on the back of the range at Colonial, and Kirk Triplett wanders back there. And he says, hey, you know, I just came out of the fitness. Apparently all this stuff happened in the fitness trailer. Just came out of the fitness trailer, and I saw so-and-so. And, uh, you know, he, he, he took his pants off to work out, had his boxers on, and he had this huge bruise on his right thigh. And I said, what the heck happened to your leg? And he said, uh, he said, well, he said, well, uh, I don't like to show my emotions, but when I get upset, I, I just put my hand in my, pocket, in my pocket and I pinch the living you know what out of my right thigh. It just I pinch it hard so it hurts. What? And so it's just, you know, I've just developed this kind of permanent bruise there. Wow. And that's kind of how I get my emotions. And Kirk's looking at him, and then Kirk says to me, he says, you know, I'm pretty convinced that you have to have something really wrong with you to be number one in this game. And I said, yeah, you're right. I really, I got to agree with you there. So, well, wow. you brought, you brought it with the, the, with the kids story. You're just unlocking all these bad memories that I thought I had blocked out. Wow. Traumatic, traumatic things for the caddy. Oh, hmm. Those are two good ones, caddy. Really good ones. Yeah. Those are, yeah, the pinching the thigh thing, you were like, okay. Wow. Um, you got to inflict some pain was, in order to distract yourself from what you, the task at hand, I guess, huh? Wow. Wow. I mean, uh, you're talking like 
some serious coping. Probably, Woody Austin's going to hear that story and say, "Oh yeah, <laughs> hold my I, beer." Should, let me let me let me let me let me tee it up in the in the team team event with that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hold my beer. Love hold it. My beer. Caddy, good stuff, man. We appreciate it. Uh, hang loose out there at Tory, and we will catch up with you next week. And I'm going to leave you with a boom, gentlemen, because I heard a sonic boom a little while ago. Ah. You know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very nice. I like it. All right, there you go. That's the caddy from Tory Pines. He's out working, getting the book ready for the farmers coming up in a couple of weeks and sharing some painful stories. You know, he did start off with a Mr. T reference to yeah. the golf course, pain. and he ended with some pain in the PT room. Yeah, and no. You never know what you're going to get. That's the caddy right here. Stay tuned. More Real Golf next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. When do you get it? Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again to the caddy for joining us from Torrey Pines. Dave Neville ahead of him with the latest on the new AI Smoke Drivers Fairway with Hybrids Irons as well. Check out CallawayGolf.com. Available in store now. Also, thanks to Troy Merritt who joined us in hour number one. If you missed any part of it, find us where your favorite digital podcasts are found and download us. Listen at your convenience. RealGolfRadio.com is the website at RealGolf on x that'll do it for us for dave glauser our producer and bob casper i'm brian taylor always good to be with you we'll see you next week right here on real golf radio